0: Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the 13th episode of our One Janison podcast. Enjoy listening. Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew Allison. I'm a senior business development manager for Janison. Um, I'm based in Oxford in the UK. Um, I look after the UK and also Europe, um, primarily for our assessments business so that is either insights or remote um, and in mainly in the higher education and certification sectors so we do get customers outside of these sectors but primarily we're focused on winning in higher ed and in professional accreditation Um, we are going to evaluate other opportunities as they come along so there are sectors such as schools we've had along with everybody else we've had massive upheaval in the uk in our public examinations Um, space last year. All of our exams were cancelled in schools last year. They've all been cancelled again this year. And as the mist begins to clear next year, I'm expecting continued significant innovation around this upheaval in the UK. So the school sector will remain very important to us. Um, But as well as innovating around sectors and looking for more opportunities, there are also other opportunities, I think, in the UK around other products that we might have. So outside of the insights and remote sort of pairing, we've got opportunities, I think, in learning content and um, in our exam management services business. So, you know, lots of activity, lots of sectors, um, primarily higher ed and accreditation. I've got a long history with educational technology. I worked for Intel in the UK and in Asia, I lived in Singapore for 10 years um, and I covered all of Asia, mainly the emerging economies in Asia, but I I ran a programme there looking at how we drive technology into education and government across Asia. And so that was things like teacher laptop programmes, PCs for schools in emerging economies like Malaysia and Indonesia and Bangladesh, India, Pakistan. Um, Not only the content for those devices, but driving the cost of those devices down. I'm running programs with telcos underneath universal service obligation programs to look at how they can redesign their mobile broadband so that you can connect the device to a broadband connection in a way that makes it meaningful for a student so i've worked a lot in that space came back to the uk for family reasons my kids were growing up and we came back in 2014 so i've been back here about six years just over six years in that time i've worked on various education assessment projects so i spent two years working with rm which some of you may have come across they're principally focused on schools but um on exam boards, actually, for schools. Um, So I spent two years working there um, and on some other businesses like DRS, which is a competitor of RMs. Um, But I also worked at Blackboard for two years. So I was the European Sales Director at Blackboard, looking at how we expand the market across Europe for Blackboard's learning management systems. Um, While I was at RM, um, I met a guy called Wayne Holden, who some of you might have heard of. I originally met Wayne in the context of Singapore and the SEAB work, but subsequently RM and Janison went together to New Zealand and we did a joint bid for the New Zealand QA um, exam board. Now we didn't win that, that business went to SONET, um, but um, that was the first time I met Wayne and I was really impressed with. His approach to the business and his passion and his enthusiasm and he was one of the real reasons one of the main reasons why I joined Janison and um, I joined about a year ago. A few stats about the UK while we're just thinking about the business here. Um, In the UK there's about 160 universities and that number goes up and down a little bit Um, these are public universities there are some private universities maybe another 25 so there's about 160 public universities with about 2 million undergraduates and about half a million postgraduates, and then there's about 300,000 teaching staff who are mainly full time, there's a few part timers. Um, we've got the second oldest teaching university in the world and the oldest English language teaching university in the world, which is Oxford University, right? They're down the road from my house. I live in Oxford, and the university is about a mile away from my house. Um, they were founded in 1096, and it's in these days it may, they're a medium-sized university, so they've got a big reputation, but in terms of student numbers, they're obviously not uh, the biggest university in the country. That's p- people like Manchester and UCL. Um, so Oxford is about 24,000 students, and that makes them a medium-sized university. Um, Janison has got other clients in the UK outside of the higher ed sector. So the British Council um, on whose behalf we do English language testing. Uh, We deliver the platform that they use um, for the UK government. That's a customer of ours and they're obviously based in the UK. Um, Last year, we won a piece of business with the Immigration Services Commissioner, uh, providing testing platforms for immigration lawyers who want to get certified to give advice to people who are thinking of moving to the UK. Um, So they use our platform. Um, we have a partner now of about 18 months, that's co-sector, part of the University of London, um, and we've worked with them delivering exams in the UK. Last year we delivered law exams for the University of London's worldwide programme. Um, and then earlier this year, and sorry the end of last year, beginning of this year, we've delivered exam programmes for Royal Holloway and for City University, which are another, uh, two of the colleges inside the University of London sort of uh, membership, I guess. UK is also the home of Cambridge Assessment. We don't have business with Cambridge Assessment in the UK, but we do have a contract with Cambridge to deliver the New South Wales Selective Schools exam. Um, and that programme is rolling out in Australia, but Cambridge's headquarters are in the UK, of course, and so they're over here. Um, sort of segueing into some of the work that that means that we're now doing over here you know, we've sort of, as I said earlier, we've kind of divided the market mainly into higher ed and professional accreditation. Um, And higher ed then kind of subdivides into institution-wide and then sort of departmental or specific disciplines. And so in the higher ed institutional area, there's about, of the 160 universities, there's about a dozen that have chosen a platform and are running with it. So, Brunel University uses Wiseflow, um, Bath University uses Inspera, University of London uses Janison. Um, So out of 160, there's about a dozen that have chosen an institution-wide platform, so quite a small number. But outside of that, there's many institutions now have said, you know what, our strategic direction, our, our statement of intent is that we are going to transform the way that we do examinations for the foreseeable future, and Covid kind of drove that made it go faster. So you've got people like Aston who are small, um, there are about 12,000 students at a university in, in Birmingham, but they're reputationally very strong, they won the University of the Year award last year, their statement of the statement of direction of travel is, we are going to drive all of our assessment as fast as we can online, and there are many others who are doing that, so, University College London have already taken a decision to do that and they're going to introduce proctoring uh, later this year or next year. And then big universities uh, like Warwick and Edinburgh have said, you know what, institution-wide, we are going to work on delivering our exams digitally. And so Janison, um, a team including me, but many of the guys back in headquarters are going to be working over the summer on Warwick and Edinburgh and as many others as we can get our hands on as we go through this kind of hectic period. Um, In the specific discipline space, there are many universities who admit students from other countries and large numbers of students are travelling to study in the UK from China. Um, And in order to be able to keep up with the demands of those programmes, many universities require them to sit an in-house English language test. And so sort of structurally, these tests are very similar to the one that we already run for the British Council, um, but they're often they've got some unique content that's specific to a particular university or a particular course. And so you'll see people like Sheffield and Leicester approached us last year. But this year, the University of Central Lancashire, uh, Coventry University, And then the University of Law, which is one of these private universities. So all of these people are now working with us on English language testing. And we're pretty confident that we're going to win one or two of these in the very near future. You know, we're working on a handful and we're very close to signing a couple of these. So we're very confident there. Um, In the professional accreditation sector, there's a lot, tons of activity too. OISC, the immigration services people we've already talked about, um, but also we, we won a recent deal in Australia with the Chartered Accountants of Australia and that has caused us to have customers such as the Chartered Accountants over here in particular in Scotland um, approach us with a view to helping them to run their exams and so there's a big project that we're involved in now with the Chartered Accountants of Scotland which is a, roughly the same size as the one in Australia um, and that is really playing to our strengths in terms of the things that we've already d- delivered and won business for. So, it's looking pretty good. Um, working for Janison in the UK, sort of cultural differences aside, if you like, or cultural similarities aside, but the sort of how does it work working for a, a company in Australia? And there are obviously there are obviously time differences and logistical challenges that you kind of have to get your head around. But there's a very strong can-do, willing-to-help attitude over here on my side, but with all of the teams that I've worked with, there's a real kind of art of the possible mentality and actually it's not really been any more difficult, I don't think, than working in a remote office inside of Australia. You know, yes, I happen to be further away, but we all have the tools, we have the mentality, we have the things that we need to get the job done. And so actually it's really vibrant place. The pace of business is really fast really fun and exciting to work in it and it, it almost doesn't feel like I'm remote at all. So, you know, I don't I don't think from that point of view I don't think it's been a problem. I did join Janison in in March last year in the middle of a lockdown and in the UK we're still in a lockdown. Um, it's not the same one. We've we've had a couple of others since then. Um, so I'm about to celebrate my first anniversary, probably still in lockdown. And so I've missed the interaction with other people um, like everybody else has, right? Um, but I've missed that kind of person-to-person interaction. But I've been lucky that I've got my family all safe, all well, and they're all living at home with me. So we get a lot of family time together and that's been really good. Um, I am looking forward to being able to travel, to meet clients, but also to meet some of the people that work Uh, For Janison and some of the colleagues that I've spent a lot of time with, but I've never actually physically met. So I think it's a really strong team focused approach inside of Janison and it's a really positive environment. Um, But I am looking forward to meeting some people face to face. And then just to finish off, um, I think the future is really bright. You know, assessment in general, digital assessment is really being driven hard in the UK across many, many sectors. Janison has a strong reputation in English language testing. We have a good reputation in professional accreditation with things like um, accountancy and uh, the OISC. We've got market awareness that's building in higher education. We run some some exams in a handful of universities and we've got good strong partners with D2L and co-sector. And the market dynamics are very favorable. So this this digital transformation, the pace of this is, is accelerating all the time. Um, institutions are making changes for the long term and restructuring how they do things for the post-Covid world. And so I think there's, there's many, many opportunities and many more to come. So I think the future for Janus is really positive. Um, when it's safe to travel, uh, it'd be great to host some of you over here. So I'm looking forward to you making it over here and coming and seeing what we're doing. Um, and I'm also looking forward to coming over to the uh, Australian offices Sydney, where I've been before, but um, Coffs and some of the other places too. I'm really looking forward to meeting some of you all in in person. So it's been great so far. Um, Talk to me, get hold of me if you want to chat through anything and um, speak to you soon. Bye for now.